Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast. No bad news by yours truly, Don P. Make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms. And as always, stay motivated. Here we go. Another week. No bad news. Yours truly, Don P here. Uh, thank you guys for coming out to episode nine, man. It's it's definitely been um, a real crazy few weeks here. Um, I, I don't want to get down. You know, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay motivated. I am going to touch base on the coronavirus, but um, not going to touch base on it and, you know, give more so my two cents, but more so just, you know, some things I think that you guys can find beneficial for the week. But with no further ado, we're going to jump right into the quote of the week. And the quote of the week is trust the process. Right now, it's one of those things where it just kind of adds up to this kind of situation we're in with the coronavirus. But um, trusting the process within your personal life as well, um, that's that's huge. Um, It's been one of the things that helped me grow as an individual, something I never take for granted because, you know, sometimes and I posted it on my Facebook page, the Stay Motivated Facebook page that, you know, a lot of people will sacrifice all their time and put their blood, sweat and tears into something and then give up on it. They won't see the thing fully through when it's just like, you know, trust the process, trust the process, complete what you started, because you don't even know how successful you're going to be at something until you finish it. And you won't know if it's a failure. You won't know if it was something that was successful because, you know, you give up too soon. You know, whatever is going to happen is already in motion. It's just up to you to keep that ball rolling, you know. So I know when back in the day, I'll say back in the day. You know, when I played basketball in high school, it was just one of those things where a lot of people would tell me, you know, how how good I was and that I didn't get enough time on the court. And, you know, for me in my head, I was just like, you know, I was about the team and I was about, you know, just having making sure my teammates were, you know, happy with the way I played. And I trusted that process. I trust that process. And I think we, you know, we were fairly successful, fairly underrated. But, you know, I always think about that because those were the, those were the good times for me. Um, but I just just everybody on that team trusted the process, even though there was it was just some broken pieces to the puzzle. But, man, we made it work. We had some fun. But the outcome looking back, I, I learned so much stuff from that, you know, and it, and it helped me as you know I got older in life, being able to trust things and not always trusting people. People don't mean the process. People can be a part of the process, but they are not the process. So just remember that. Um, but jumping into this coronavirus thing, um, you know, I was, I won't lie to you and sit up here and tell you that I know everything in the world and that I believe in this or I believe in that. I just know the coronavirus is something serious. Um, I know it's not something to be taken lightly. Uh, I know that me personally, I have made some jokes about it. I've seen the memes. Um, and it's just one of those things where, you know, you, me personally, and forgive me if I'm wrong, and I'm not trying to be insensitive in any way, uh, because I know people really died out there. Um, but people have also died in other aspects of life for other reasons. Um, and, you know, some of those reasons are unknown. Uh, but at the same time, I was talking to my buddy over Twitter and, you know, he was just we were just, you know, just having a, a casual conversation. It just kind of dawned on me that, you know, people are going to find humor in a lot of things. Um, so I apologize if I said anything insensitive, um, that, you know, may have hurt somebody's feelings, but, um, I had been looking for something to say to kind of get my point across of how I feel about the whole thing. Um, 
I've said, you know, a few things on social media sites, on Facebook. I went live the other day and was just telling people, you know, just do the, just follow the protocol, you know, and how cliche it may be, you know, trust the process. There's nothing really you can do about it unless you, unless you're a scientist or unless you're part of the government, you know, they, they've got their own agenda. But, um, I follow this page on Instagram and it's called secret entourage. And basically, I don't know if you guys ever seen, uh, the, the show, you know, fastest car or something like that. It's on Netflix. But one of the guys, it's, it's basically when guys take their cars that they built from scratch and some of them look like trash. Some of them look pretty good. But then you they, they take these cars that are like hand built versus supercars. And one of the guys, he's the um, owner of the Secret Entourage account. And, you know, his statement towards the coronavirus was it doesn't matter if it's a government setup around elections or the media spreading fear. What matters is that the people are actually dying and the majority of those people are the elderly. Even if you don't believe in the hype or you don't believe in the risk of you actually having any symptoms greater than the flu, other people are dying and you have to play your part to make sure you are not adding to the problem. Regardless of where you stand on the source of the issue, please take take other people's health seriously. Even if you are not concerned about your own, be a good human. P.S. It doesn't matter how many more the flu kills or how many car accidents are happening to lead to death. The type That type of talk is called deflection. And no matter how true it might be in the numbers, it has no correlation to the issue we all face right here and right now. And I think that was huge. And I think that is like, that's my personal opinion about the coronavirus right now. Um, but just trying to keep you guys motivated, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of people, or I won't say a lot of people, I know some people have kids. Um, some people's kids are, you know, on an extended spring break, if you will. And I have posted a few things on social media. I'm, I'm on social media. I am on social media. I mean, I, I have to be on social media for my job. So it causes me to pick up things along the way uh, that I wouldn't regularly see if I wasn't on social media as actively as I was. Um, but like I said, there's some people who have got to spend the next three, four, five, who knows, the next few weeks with their kids at home, um, going to be working from home. And, you know, I saw some people like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And, you know, it just kind of dawned on me like some people are dreading this because they don't even know their kids. So if you are one of those people who's got to spend, you know, the next few weeks or more at home with your kids, this is your time to get to know your kids better. This is your time to get to understand your kids better, how they twitch, what really makes them work. Um, and, it, and, and this is the time to not be a parent, but to be a friend and be a teacher. Because we rely so much on the school systems to take care of our children mentally, emotionally, all these other things. And, you know, we basically do our due diligence as a parent as we think it is. And that's just, you know, I, I keep closing your back and I keep a roof over your head. The, it doesn't stop there. You know, you know, I just remember growing up, my parents would always ask me, how was how was how was school? And I, I had to have an answer because if I said it was OK, they're going to say, what'd you learn? And I had to answer again. I can't say nothing. So I would have to literally sit back and think for a second, like, OK, I know this question is coming. Um, we talked about photosynthesis, you know, and I have to you know, tell my parents about photosynthesis. But it also helped me when it came when it came test time. You know, um, and I'm not saying that that's the kind of parents you need to be. But I think these are our future leaders of the world. And we're in one of those delicate situations right now where if we can make them understand what we're going through, they can be the reason why something like this never happens again. OK, so get to know your kids better. Another thing you can do um, if you're working from home and you've got some downtime, self-development. 
This is the time. I mean, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is to prove to everybody in the world that saying I don't have time is not an excuse. It's an opinion. Everybody has time. Time is the one thing that everybody has. We got 24 hours every single day. And sorry if I'm sounding a little frustrated about it, but I hear so many people talking about I don't have time and they're single without kids. And it's like, I don't understand the language you are speaking right now because I have two kids. One is seven months old. He wakes up three, four times a night. And I'm a tag teamer with my wife. We, we're in this together. She'll wake up. I'll wake up some nights. I'll wake up at 5.30 a.m. every Wednesday and Friday to teach a boxing class and then go to work after my boxing class from you know 7.30 a.m. all the way up until 5 or 6 p.m. On Wednesdays, I go mentor. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I make it happen. And I don't make excuses. When I got to make excuses because literally it doesn't fit within the time frames that I have. And it's a big difference for things not fitting into your time frame or your schedule versus not having time. Very big difference. So one of the things I've promoted in starting this podcast is saying that you can do something else. You can have a side hustle. You can have a side business. I brought on two young ladies last week, uh, Kayla and Jenny for International Women's Week. Uh, Jenny has a very successful blog. I read it all the time and I think it's amazing. Uh, Kayla's involved in essential oils and her when she told me how many people she had on her team, I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, wow, you know, because you'd never know these things without talking to people. And, you know, you guys got to understand that. When I talked about those three pillars of success, personal self or personal development can mean so many things. That can mean perfecting the craft you have right now. That can mean picking up a second job. That can mean picking up a side hustle, whatever it is. Be better, polish it off. Do what you thought you couldn't do. You've got time now. You got time now. Okay? Do some spring cleaning. I know I'm look I'm sitting here and that's another thing too. Like I don't rep- record my podcast in some fancy studio. My microphone was about 120 bucks and that was probably the most expensive piece of equipment that I bought for this podcast. Um, and in saying that, I, I rec- record my podcast either in the basement in my wife's uh, workroom. Um, she makes like t-shirts and you know holiday decorations and stuff like that. So I'll use her desk from time to time if the kids are up. But like right now, the kids aren't up. Everybody's in bed. I've got time. I'm doing it right here in the living room. I'm watching my dog snore. I'm looking at the TV on mute in the background. Um, So and I'm also looking at some of the stuff that I need to be putting in boxes right now and taking to Goodwill or Baxter Community Service Center um, and just, you know, stuff that I just need to junk because there's nothing to do with it. Um, I, I keep hearing everybody talking about investing in stocks. Um, that's might be something to do too. And here's the thing. And this is another thing of me not wanting to sound insensitive. It it was so funny to me that out of all the things going on, this magical money came out of nowhere and got invested into the stock market. So this is the time to take advantage of the opportunity because I've seen some people lose their job over the coronavirus. And hopefully they have backup plans. But if this doesn't teach you anything else, it needs to teach you. You need a plan B, a plan C, and you need a savings account. And that's just that's just facts. That's fact. We are all if we work for somebody, we're expendable. And that's that's the end of it. And I'm sorry to say that, but that's just the truth. You know, Um, in hard times, desperate times call for desperate measures. And sometimes the lowest line of employees are to go or the most expensive line of employees are to go either way. You know, this is the time to maximize your dollar in the stock market if you can. Um, finish those started projects. I know you, I know everybody has a started project. Um, I know one of the biggest things for me is I've been trying to uh, develop a motivational book that is very simple to go along with. If you guys don't know, um, I've got this calendar and it's called Boss Moves Daily. 
And this is actually, this is a super awesome story. So I'm, I'm in Meyer one day and I'm just trying to come up with this, this plan to, you know, set up or basically to schedule every time I go into mentor, I'm like, all right, I want to have a consistent schedule. So the guys know, or the, the young men know what they're getting into when I come and see them. Um, so I just want to make sure, you know, we start off with a motivational quote. We talk about their week. We talk about what they're going to work on and how that motivational quote affects them. And then I go into whatever skill I can teach them. Um, some of the some of the time it's just hard to go in and, and just go to the next step because they may be having some issues in the classroom. They might have some issues with their grades. And those are the things I want to focus on. I, I don't want any behavioral issues becoming a habit in the classroom. And I don't I, I really don't accept failure as far as the classroom goes. I know. I, I talk to each and every one. I've got three young men I mentor. They're all super capable of passing all their classes because they're super capable of responding to me like young adults. And that's all I need to know. The way you talk to me is going to tell me a lot about you. Um, so I'm like, man, I need to find a way to motivate these boys. I need to find a way to motivate myself every single day. And, you know, I don't have a problem motivating myself every single day, but I'm like, I always I could always use more motivation. There's no stopping to the amount of motivation I can use. So I bought this mini calendar and it's called Boss Move Daily, Boss Moves Daily. Uh, T.L. Craft was the creator of that. And in my on my Stay Motivated page on Facebook, I started writing down those quotes because I was just running out of things to think of off the top of my head. I felt like some of my good material, I was just having a writer's block. So I would just take this stuff, tag it. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I, I did a lot of a lot of college courses and citing your sources is pretty big. So I would hashtag boss moves daily just to make sure like you know if somebody goes oh man your quotes are amazing like yo those aren't exactly my quotes these are you know boss moves daily's quotes but t.l craft is the person that created that and you know she ran across my facebook page and just gave me a shout out so you know <laughs> um and that, that was huge for me because it's just like i want to i want something like that but i want like a motivational diary that people can keep with them every day and um, some people might say like, why are you giving up your idea? Man, I'm not going to be the first person to make sliced bread. Okay. Um, so that kind of, uh, kind of got my, my, uh, creative juices going, especially at work too. Um, I, I would say my boss, but I kind of just, me and him kind of work on the same team with our region. Um, he's got me, kind of got me working on a personal project for the both of us. And I'm just kind of like, man, this is, this is getting me where I want to be. Um, so I need to finish those projects. Um, and I know everybody has some projects at home they need to be finishing to um, during this uh, coronavirus madness. Um, and lastly, about this coronavirus is, man, be humble. Be humble. And I say that because we are so wasteful. You know, we, we you know, we need to start working on changing our lifestyles right now. I mean, me and my wife got into a little conversation the other day and, you know, we were stocking stuff up in the fridge. But at the same time, it was more so like, man, we got I've seen food mold in our fridge before, you know, like it's been food that we haven't touched in weeks, maybe some old salsa, maybe some old leftovers that we never got around to eating. And it's just like, man, we're, we're wasteful. We are so wasteful. So we need to humble ourselves, change our lifestyles. Now, um, me and one of the trainers at title boxing club in Granville, where I teach at, um, his name is Will. And we were talking about this other day because I wanted to bring him on the show for this week. Um, our schedules just didn't, it, it didn't work out and I forgot to bring my microphone, but he will be on the show at some point. Um, but we were just kind of and, and not trying to give away too much of what we talked about, because I think he's got some good material for the questions I want to ask him. Um, but, you know, we would start talking about, you know, food intake and the consumption and realize, you know, we need to be growing our own vegetables and fruits in our backyards. 
You know, that's something that we we need to take time in doing. So, you know, it's it's getting warmer here in West Michigan um, in Michigan in general. You know, it's looking like a 40, 50 degree type of week. So, you know, it's not a bad time to, you know, get that soil together and get it at least, you know, start the foundation for it um, and try it out. You know, try it out. But um, I know a lot of people will, I have reached out to me and asked me about, you know, the commercials that I do for Anchor um, and like the little sponsorships. So here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to break this down for you because I want you guys to understand um, every time that I play one of the Anchor ads, which I'm going to play, it's, it's going to pop up shortly here. Um, I, get, I get a little bit of change um, and it takes a lot of those ads to play for me to for that money to start counting. Like out of 414 listeners, I got like like six, seven bucks out of it, which is no big deal. Like I'm not I'm not hurting for money by any means. But, you know, I want this podcast to keep getting better and any opportunities I can do to like generate extra income for the podcast. I'm going to do it. So um, we're going to go into this quick break. You're going to hear the anchor at promotion um, and then we're going to get into those no bad news stories of the week. We'll be right back. So no bad news of the week. Boom, boom, drum roll. Okay, I like doing that on my own. I don't need any sound effects. I'm a pretty good beatboxer. Um, but the Mitten Brewing Company out here in Grand Rapids, last Friday they started handing out free slices of pizza at Harrison Park Middle School for students and teachers and parents who are in need of a, a free hot lunch. Uh, once we can move forward and start participating in the luxuries in life again, my money is definitely going to be spent back at the Minton Brewing Company. Me and my wife went there for a date um, probably a month or two ago. It's some good pizza. We had a pizza flight and it was just like Hawaiian pizza and chicken and waffle pizza. Like it was it was the bomb. Um, you can also get like your custom mugs put on the wall. So that way when you come in, you can have your you can drink out of your own mugs. So I think that's awesome as well. Um and, and, I, and the, the stories I'm bringing up is mostly because, you know, during this time of um, these schools being closed, you know, it didn't occur to me because my daughter's three and my son is seven months old. Um, I work during the day. My wife works three or four nights out of the week um, and she worked overnight shifts. So they're like 12 hour, 13 hour shifts. Um, so when she's working those shifts, you know, she nobody we don't need. I mean, we would like to have it, you know, so she can get some extra sleep. But, you know, we, we our kids aren't in school and. I didn't realize, you know, how, how many people have, you know, kids in school and they're dependent on the school to feed their kids, you know, two meals a day, you know, because they drop them off earlier. They go to school early and have breakfast um, and have lunch. And it's it's crazy. And it's, it's more crazy because um, and for those of you who are educators and I reached out to about two months ago and said I wanted to bring you guys on the show. I know I have not forgotten about you. Um, we're actually going to be doing that. I'm going to try to break no bad news up into seasons. Um, this is just season one. Season two is going to have a lot more focus. Um, I'm just kind of going as I can with season one. But um, I'm, I want to bring the educators on because I, I need to get some more information about, you know, how the school system works. Because when I was growing up, you know, my parents, I, I, I guess that we fell into an income category to where we couldn't get free lunch and free breakfast. And that was from elementary all the way up to high school. And I wouldn't understand because, like, my parents weren't rich by any means. We weren't struggling, but we weren't rich. Like, we, we made, you know, we made ends meet and did what we had to do. But it's just crazy, you know, how everything functions now. So I didn't know and I was not aware about how many parents are dependent on these schools to give their kids two meals a day. And without that, you know, what, what do they do? 
And so shout out to Mitten Brewing Company for doing that. Um, Sonder Eatery in Hudsonville, Michigan. Uh, they are giving kids free meals during the, the well, kids eat free every day during school break, dine in or take out. And that's Monday through Saturday. So shout out to Sonder as well. Um, and then last but not least, during the school closures, um, Kids Food Basket says they're going to be looking to provide some evening meals and other services at several distribution locations. Um, and you can look at kidsfoodbasket.org um, to lend a hand. So I wanted to make sure I brought that stuff up because I think that's the most vital thing. Uh, one one thing about this podcast that you guys are going to see is I, I want to promote the community that I'm in. Um, obviously, as the as the podcast grows, as the listenership grows, and as the areas that are listening to me grow, I'm, I'm going to start you know shouting out more things. So never he- no never hesitate to reach out to me. Um, if you need me to shout out your business or, you know, if you want me to talk about your business and what you got going on, I wouldn't mind bringing you on the show, uh, whether it be on a conference call, um, Zoom call, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm all about promoting the people that are available to listen and available to talk about my podcast. That's just that's just how it goes. Um, some people may not be listening to it and they might be getting shout out and they don't even know it. And I'm fine with that. But it's no bad news. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. Um, lastly. And I guess now, I guess this is the last uh, no bad news story of the day. Mark Cuban, uh, you guys might know him from Shark Tank, uh, but mostly what you might know him from is he's the owners, no owner of the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA. Um, so if you haven't heard, um, he made sure that, you know, once the you know season was suspended indefinitely for basketball, he made sure that all the staff workers inside the arena for the Dallas Mavericks kept their consistent pay. And he has sparked the attention of the league and had other players, owners and staff help donate to their home ball clubs as well, uh, which is amazing. And I think it's more even amazing because I've seen more players than owners step up to the plate. And I remember when I first started this podcast, I'm like, man, when I start this podcast, it's going to be one of those things where I don't want to just keep promoting all the things that these celebrities do. Um, because quite frankly, if you ask me when it comes to money, any millionaire can do more for their community, for themselves, for their people, like, and they don't do enough, but for something like this, this is huge because, you know, these are, these are real lives. These are, you know, $11, you know, $10, $11 an hour workers who, you know, are looking forward to making this money and getting that paycheck and getting these ticket sales and, and showing up to work and serving these customers, popcorn, sodas, hot dogs, whatever it is, that's how they make their money. And without the NBA, they don't make money. So for an owner to go, all right, this is my ball club. These are my employees. I need to make sure they're paid. That's huge. There should never be a player coming out of his pocket because some some owner didn't. So to all you NBA owners, open your eyes up, step your game up, be a better example for your players and for your team and for your fans. Um, to double down on that, um, I have a link in the bio. Uh, Mark Cuban is giving out some savvy business ideas for free. Anyone can pursue them. So make sure you check out that link as well, especially if you got some extra time in your hands. Um, weekly shout outs. <sighs> this is a good one. So my buddy Mario, uh, at the beginning of episode one, he let me know, like, you know, he wanted to get in the gym a little bit more, wanted to be more fit for his family. I've been seeing those Planet Fitness runs on Snapchat and Instagram. Guess what? I got my black card the other day. Now it's go time. You know, we can hold each other accountable because Lord knows I need to. My wife was just talking about me the other day because I lost a few pounds. And she says, you know, I dated you because you had some really nice arms. But when you start losing weight, your arms start to get smaller. So I need to pump some iron, bro. So uh, let me know you next time you're going. (laughs) 
Uh, Rachel and Jared, they were like 20 and 30 pounds away from their goal in February when we uh, when I talked to them about being shot on the podcast. Um, so I know I've been shouting you guys out. I know you guys have been showing up consistently. Uh, the class on Friday, you guys killed it. I think I think the fight, the club is still on fire from the smoke that you guys left from hitting those bags so hard. Um, but how how's the meal prepping going? How are the routines going? I'm going to ask you that question. I know you'll answer next time I see you, and we'll follow up on the next podcast. Uh, to my cousin Chloe, her uh, her goal was to go to the gym 21 days straight, and that's my fault because I have not asked you in our WhatsApp group. But you're going to hear it right here, right now on the podcast. So make sure you give me an update today. Let me know what's going on. Um, and to my buddy Justin, arriving early, um, he said he needed to break the cycle of showing up late because he used to think arriving early was just a waste of you know valuable time. Uh, so get there early. Um, keep doing what you do, man. He also, as you guys will see, and I will be more consistent with in season two, um, he, uh, he drew out the new logo for me. And it's awesome if you haven't had a chance to look at it, which if you're listening to this podcast, you you must notice the change of logo. So he, he did that for me. So I uh, appreciate that, man. It's awesome. And then last but not least, my cousin Tia, uh, she finished her marketing book. And I actually saw a post she put up on Instagram about, you know, what to do with your kids during the, the weeks off from school. And I think that's awesome. It looked awesome. I reshared it on my Instagram story myself. Um, but most of all, she had let me know that, you know, her, her daughter's listen to the podcast with her. So love Jatam, Gabby, Savannah. I love you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Um, and, you know, hopefully at some point I am famous, but more so than anything, um, as you girls continue to grow and continue to develop, you can take something away from this podcast and, you know, be able to produce it in real life and be better than me. All right. So folks, that is episode nine. Um, I want you all to know one thing. I love you all. Like, and I mean that from the from the bottom of my heart. Um, we got something serious going on. So just take the proper precautions. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> listen to the news. Um, listen to good news sources, I should say. Because I hate I hate watching the news because it's never anything good. And hopefully this was something to kick off your week the right way and put your heart in a good way. Um, I'm here all week. You know, I'm I'm gonna be working a half day from home or half day at the actual facility tomorrow, and then I'll be working home for the rest of the week. So all of your tips, ideas, if you want to be on the show, let me know. Reach out to me. This week is the time to reach out to me so we can, you know, tie up those loose ends. Other than that, I want you all to have a great week. I want you to have a healthy week. And no matter the outcome of this whole thing, I hope this is the best week of your whole life. And you know the words. Say it with me. Stay motivated.